Welcome to episode 11 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. I'm Stephen Cook. Stephen, how are you? I'm today? doing well. I'm a little blown away that we're doing episode 11. I mean, now we're getting into yeah. hard math. I know. Every time I think about it, I'm like, wait, what's the episode? Right. Is it, it five? I, no, it's not and five. And how do we get there? Like pass. one plus yeah. 10 is 11. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's seriously. But this is a moment for how the fuck do we get there? <laughs> how the fuck do we get to episode 11 without being banned by the FCC? <laughs> we're so small that it doesn't matter. Uh, don't say that. No, we are. No. Yes. We're significant, though. We, you know, we're we're punching above we're our weight. Absolutely class, punching think. above our weight class. And as I've been saying yeah. over the course of the last five or six weeks, we are the conscience of the nation. That's true. Yeah. Amen. To amen that. to the amen corner. Amen. And in this holiest of holy seasons. It is a holy season. <laughs> oh my God. Holy season. Oh, we got to do some praying. Um, yeah. Why start now? Uh, <laughs> I think whatever we could have prayed for is already, it's already it's too, too late. It's too late. We're on the brink of nuclear that, war now. That, that ship has sailed, my friend. Duck and cover. Yeah, no, Duck and plus and my, praying, my praying will do nothing. I mean, look, I, I, I just ate lunch. You know, you know what I had for lunch? I had, uh, I, had a, no. I had a bowl of matzo ball soup followed up by baby back ribs. That, nice. Yeah. yeah. That's what that's what we call uh, Jewish fusion. <laughs> Jewish fusion, <laughs> also known as trafe. <laughs> I mean, I could have substituted out the matzo ball soup with some gefilte fish, but in searching the yeah. back of the fridge, it seems that someone disposed of the gefilte fish, which I was looking forward Did to. He, I mean, it's only been around wait, since wait. April. Was it jarred? Yeah, of course. In the jar? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, is there what any other you, way to have it other than when my nana made it? Uh, probably not. Although, if you're gonna do it, like full on disgusting, is with the jelly. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Have you ever seen anybody do anything with that jelly? No. But no. you know what? We should have an amen corner where we bathe in it. Just no. to say, I'll do it. I mean, just to go completely no. gonzo. I mean, what else can happen? The world is coming to an end, so. We're, That's true. But the world coming to an end doesn't mean you have to rub gefilte fish jelly all over yourself. I know. I know. There are other things. Yeah. I can think of a few, I guess. In the whole realm of, and I guess I'm going to go here. Uh In the whole whole realm of things that you will add into (laughs) the bedroom. Definitely not gefilte fish jelly. Do you think in the history of the Ashkenazic world, anybody ever? I think this, you know what I think this means? I I think we actually have to read Mm -hmm. Rabbi Shmuley's book about kosher sex. Kosher sex. Kosher sex does not involve the filter. You sure. never know. You never know. Wow. What if it really I can't does, believe we though? just went there, though. What if kosher sex involves the I would be fish really jelly? grossed out, man. But gefilte, I mean, we're like kind of besmirching gefilte fish because it's awesome. I have no, to be I don't. I have nothing bad to say about gefilte fish. However, the jarred variety is not right. good. Well, you gotta I get, mean, when you have you nothing get, else, I mean, look, my, my, my nana Tilly died in 19. 90, 1990, yeah, 1990, and I really haven't had anything authentic since. I mean, I'm bereft of it, so that I have to settle for for you know mother's gefilte fish out of the jar Ooh, in, in the, the jar. jar. I mean, it would have been a nice surf and turf kind of lunch, but oh, beautiful, yeah. yeah. Is there anything better than you know? Some people opt for you know jumbo shrimp and 
and a nice you know, New York fillet. Other people opt nope. uh, for gefilte fish and, and baby back ribs, baby. That would yeah. have been a per- that would have been a home run lunch for me. That is the lunch of uh, champions. <laughs> and it's a lunch of something. I don't even know. I, I don't know. I might pay for it it's, later. Well, I know I'm going to pay for it later, but just the well, baby back ribs really part, I'm definitely going to pay for it. Your family's going to be paying for that. No, you know, like when it comes to, to that time, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, I know. Anyway, so. So, so um, what's happening with your uh, search for a new abode? Oh, man. You know, uh, it's Christmas time, so no one's really buying or selling a house. Although we zeroed in on something that we really liked. And, of course, the, you know, the sellers are being... You know, difficult. I want to pay nothing, and they want me to pay everything, and I don't think that there's a middle ground. That's usually how it goes <laughs> in, in a negotiation between buyers and sellers of real estate. I have to say it. You would like to you would like to pay as little as possible, and they would like to get as right. Much but as do possible. I look like such a sense. mark? I mean, I don't look like I fell off a turnip truck or that I'm from flyover country. Oops, sorry. I don't look like I'm a, like I'm such a mark. I, I don't think. I mean, maybe I look like I'm stupid. Why do you think that you're? That, that somebody is pegging you as I don't a know, you know. I just feel I we we have a we have a new real estate agent who we who we like. Um, but I feel like the sellers Wait, 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 a, a new one? Yeah, yeah, we, we got what happened we got rid of her. She was because she was like passive aggressive, annoying, and didn't do much. Wait a minute. How can you be a <laughs> passive aggressive real estate broker? I thought you needed to be an aggressive. It was an actually an odd thing. I mean, I, I feel like she did nothing about selling the house and then was passive aggressive about it when I said, Well, what are you gonna do about selling the house and helping us find a new one? And she was very passive aggressive about it. It was very it was strange because one would expect uh, a real estate agent to be rather aggressive, no? You would think. You know what the deadliest combination is? <laughs> what? Middle Eastern real estate <laughs> agent. I don't think it's Middle bring, Eastern specifically. I think it's Israeli, dude. Well, no, but think about it. You bring the haggling skills of the bazaar. Yeah. And the aggressiveness of the Mediterranean uh, culture. Yeah. And you combine that with, especially in New York City, the dog-eat-dog world of real estate. Absolutely. I can't. I remember when we were looking for an apartment in New York, we had, I don't know how we latched onto this dude, but some Israeli guy, I don't know. But then we, we, I think we ultimately dumped him because it was annoying big time. Because he was too aggressive. It's not that he was too aggressive. I was like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? And how much do I have to pay him? Oh my God. It was, it was a Zohar. (laughs) Uh, No. Uh, no, it is. Uh, it is not. Uh, it is a big apartment. You would like it very much. Pay me. Um, look, look. Six percent. Six percent. Six percent. And look, who is down the street? Um, so, six uh, percent. No, so now we're we're involved in this uh, in this potential transaction. Although I don't think I don't think much is going to come from it. I, I have to say I met the the sellers the sellers agent the other day, and it was. Um, were you impressed with him or her? Uh, I, you know, I mean, she was a realist. You know, she want, She was representing her client's best interest, I guess. Okay, I'm going to ask that question again. <laughs> Were you impressed with her? Uh, I think that she was um, zealously interested in only her interests. I mean, her client's interests. <laughs> uh, you know, this okay. is the, this is the worst. It's... I, 
you know, I've purchased things in my life, but of course the value of a home is so much. I think everybody just kind of collectively freaks out about the whole thing. So, yeah, you know, I mean, this is the biggest uh, investment. You right. Make. And I think that, you know, the folks that you, you know, as a buyer or seller, you don't have as much information, obviously it's an imperfect information transaction and that these Asymm- asymmetrical information, it's asymmetrical information and that the, the agents have, have all the information and they want to tell you that they have your best interest in mind when you absolutely know you don't, but you can't really do the transaction without them. So no, I actually, I I very much like our our new, our new agent. She's very upfront about everything. You know, she's straight, you know, sticks it to you straight. She tells you how it is and whatever. I just, she sticks it to me straight. straight. That's exactly what's going to happen. she stabs you in the chest. Um, and the we're going to have to go to a bi-weekly format because I won't be able to turn on the electricity to charge my laptop to do this, uh, to do this blessing yeah. podcast. We'll have to double up on that. <laughs> All right. Just for the record, you haven't said anything negative about your, I have said nothing agent. negative about our real estate agent. And no. I, I have to say that the current people were involved in their real estate agent. Um, I, let's just say she, she was kind of condescending and I couldn't figure really? out why she was condescending to yeah. you. Did she call you? No, idiot? but she was condescending. Yeah. I don't know. It must've had something to do with the fact that she was driving an $85,000 car and I'm driving like a $30,000 car. But in that I'm who's the schmuck. I mean, I basically have the same car, but for $50,000 less, I don't understand. I have no respect for somebody driving a $80,000 car. <laughs> Because the minute you drive that thing off the lot, that's a forty. Well, exactly, it's a car. terrible investment. Exactly. So I don't know. She came in. She was very. She was, she put on airs. I didn't like it very much. Do people still say that putting on airs? Your your mom probably <laughs> does. My mom. I actually have heard my mother say ample bosom, but I have not heard her say putting on airs though. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna have to ask her. Uh, was this woman bejeweled? Uh, yes, she was. Really? She was very bejeweled. You know how it is. You know how it goes. <laughs> it's that's the way it is. And that's and the that's way the is. way it is. I mean, it's just adding to adding to all the you know annoying things and terrible things and upsetting things of 2016. I now have to deal with. You know. Uh, why? What could have gone <laughs> on in 2016? I don't know. It was a really pretty uneventful year, to be completely honest. It was a good year, I think, overall for the world <laughs> and the country and our people and all people. It's, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I just I just hope 2017 is as good as 2016. But uh, I think... Wow. That's, I, I think we're yeah. getting ahead of ourselves here. I mean, we, we haven't even had Christmas yet. Well, it's the holiday season. <laughs> it's Christmas season, man. <laughs> This is Donald it's Trump's rabbit, America. Ra- it's Christmas season. season. Rabbit season. It's Christmas Duck season. season. Hey, you know what? Duck season. I, I, I'm, I don't know about you, but I love Christmas growing up. I just thought it was awesome. Like, well, it was like a day I to own to the say, world. Yeah, but you know what? Literally, not figuratively, like all those anti Semites yeah. think we do. Well, every day is a Jewish day to own the world. <laughs> right. But I could like walk but, straight like in the middle of Mineta Hill Road, like the main artery that runs through Plain View, Long Island on Christmas morning and not fear that I was going to get hit because everybody was home opening their gifts or they were, you know, Jews trying to figure out what movie to what see to and what deli or Chinese restaurant to go to that day. Yeah. Right. It was awesome. So, 
yeah, I you know I don't have any real memories one way or the other of Christmas as a kid because I went to a Jewish day school. Oh yeah. So it was just like winter break. Right. Uh, you and it's not like, like we were secular. And you went to a Jewish day school, but it was winter break. Like you couldn't talk about Christmas. Yeah. Like. Well, did I mean, they teach not, you that Christmas nobody, trees nobody were offensive said, don't, at, at Jewish days? Nobody school? said. Nobody said don't talk about Christmas. You just didn't. I mean, it wasn't a holiday we celebrated. I don't know one person who went to my day school who owned a Christmas tree. Not one. Right. I don't know anybody. I don't know any Jews who had a Christmas tree. My parents Growing had friends up. who had a Christmas tree, and they had this big holiday party. They were Jewish, and they put a sun on top of the tree instead of a star, and that was kind of like the ecumenical holiday. Bush. Right, the winter, the winter solstice. Right. Well, that's where the the symbol right. comes from. Is the winter solstice? Right. It's not really the Christian uh, symbol. Right. It's been appropriated by Christianity. Right. But yeah, uh, did you know? Mm-hmm. Did you? I know, probably didn't, Stephen. That one third of American Jews today have a Christmas tree in their home. Really? One. That's third. a Shonda. Well, you know, it is what it is. A Christmas tree. Well, is it like given inter given intermarriage rates? Yeah. It's not that much of a shock. But do they have do they have a, menor, a Hanukkah also? Uh, I don't know what the statistics on on Hanukkah. I have to say though, wait, just getting back to Christmas as a kid, and then you'd go to the movies, right? And you'd be like the only folks in the movies. That I thought that was cool. Now. It's kind of yeah. now you go to the movies on Christmas Day and it's like mobbed and you look around and you're like they can't be that many Jews. I mean, why are all these people horning in on our day? I mean, granted, it's not the, really our day, but it is our day. Do you think the Gentiles are appropriating our our uh, Christmas observance of, of their Christmas I, holiday? I think they are. I mean, because you know, just to be clear, the stereotypical Jewish Christmas celebration is a movie followed by. I know, and that's and and the movie theater was basically yours to have, and now right. you have to like jockey for a seat. Although now you know you can go to a movie theater and they have they have assigned seats. But one of my colleagues actually said to me, said, "Of course we go to the movies because then we'd have to spend the whole day with our families." Right. So, isn't that what Thanksgiving is for? <laughs> to spend the day with your family. Didn't we just do this like a month so, ago? Like, yeah, exactly. And like dinner at four. My goodness. Well, this time of year, though, uh, Thanksgiving everybody has a turkey. I understand. I've gone to Christmas dinners where it was like bone in the ham. Really? Yeah. Did you say you were bone in the ham? <laughs> <I was> bo- <laughs> That's worse than American Wait, pie, man. Wait, what? <laughs> Bone in so the I have to be honest with you. I'm a little resentful towards Christmas. Now. I mean, I love the I love the trees and the lights and the celebration of the season and the songs, it's many beautiful. of which written by Jews, of course. Wait, hold That's on right. a second. Hold on. <coughs> I have a little cold of the season too. That's no, okay. not good. And uh, all that stuff. It's fantastic. But then my movie theater is crowded. What is up with that? Yeah, that's you know, all kinds of wrong. I really wish that the Gentiles would respect our celebration, <laughs> our observance of their holiday, and stay the fuck out of our movie theaters. Exactly. Next thing you know, Come all on. these Gentiles will be coming in and having Chinese food with us. Exactly, and that is that's bullshit. bullshit. That's right where there. I draw the line. Exactly, I got to draw like, the line at that. Look, they want to have this this holiday with the baby Jesus. The Son of God, the Virgin Mary. That's fine. Do that at home. Not at, at home. Not at, you know, Iron Man 10. I mean, that's what I've been looking forward to and a huge thing about Iron popcorn. Man 10. 
Let me ask you a question because you just mentioned the virgin birth. Yes. Did that notion ever give you pause? Um, yes. Hold on. <laughs> hear me out one second, okay? Go ahead. What do you know? You, are, you my friend, yes. um, know a thing or two about the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. a thing. Yeah? yeah? A thing or two. What do you know about the concept of honor killing? Um, well, uh, it's... And just bear, and bear with me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, it, honor killing happens and still happens in places around the, the Middle East and, and actually in Africa. Uh, when a woman is um, raped or has sex out of marriage, um, the family will take her life in order to restore the honor of their good name. Right. Okay. How long do you think this practice has been going on? Mm, I couldn't tell you. I'd have to ask one of my friends who is more of an expert on this kind of thing than I am. I'm guessing it didn't originate in the 20th Mm, century. Probably not. Or even 500 years ago. Where are you going with this? Where am I going? Are we about to like offend Christianity? I just want to know. I just want to know. Are we about to do that? I don't know what we're about to do. I'm asking a question. All I'm asking is, is it entirely possible that in the Middle East, 2,017 years ago, 16 years ago, no, almost 17, a young woman, at the risk of harming her family's honor, when confronted with the pregnancy, said, I don't know how this could happen. Quite possibly. And that's what and that's what Christianity is based on? The live young woman afraid of honor killing? Holy crap, dude. I don't know if we're gonna release just, this podcast. I'm just asking a question. I mean we've just we I mean I I think we've offended Christians. Are I mean I know we've offended Jews. Well, yeah. we're, we're gonna get around to Muslims and Hindus at some point, I'm sure. There was no there was no Islam back then. Alright. So alright, well I'm just asking a I, question. I, I, um, I think that that's an entirely plausible story, but is it, I mean, so when, what is more so when, when I drive past the next nativity scene, that's, I'm going to think about how, isn't that awesome? Mary was avoiding, Mariam was avoiding honor, honor, uh, excuse me, honor killing. And that's how we got Christianity. Well, we don't know that. No, but that's sure. your theory. Well, it's just a question that I'm asking. I actually did once question the uh, the virgin birth to uh, a Catholic girlfriend. And? Oh, and? it was not. It, add, add to the fact that this was profoundly and deeply offensive to her. Um, she also, her native tongue was Spanish. And yeah. she just went off on me. In her, in, her, in her name. Well, she was bilingual. I mean, she, she grew up speaking both English and Spanish, but man, she just let it rip in Spanish. And um, So she pulled a Ricky Ricardo on you? Oh my God. She, I was yeah. like, I just don't know what hit me. And I, I was just being, you know, a facetious 20 year old dick and kidding around. As opposed to a facetious 47 year old dick? <laughs> 48, yeah. Um, and so, boy, did I get it. And I was like, all right, I'm not touching this one like, ever again. I mean, the, the, issue of the, the issue of the Virgin Mary. The issue of the Virgin Mary. What did she say? I still What was the crust, what was the crust of her I, argument? Her, the crust of her argument was that I'm a dickhead. Um, yeah, but I mean... And then she okay, broke into English so, and she said... I don't know. She, she made some comment about Judaism and I was like, 
Ooh. I guess I deserved that. I don't remember what it was. I mean, it was harmless, basically. Did she accuse you of killing Christ after that? No, 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 no. It was something about the Messiah. Like, why are you still weighed? I don't know. I don't remember. Why are you still weighed? <laughs> I'm definitely not. I'm not de- I don't think he's coming. Not to this world. It, well, I mean, it's screwed up. If he is going to come, is, but, if he is coming, it actually might be a lot sooner than we originally thought. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe in 2017, you never know. Inshallah. Inshallah. <laughs> you know what? Let's be clear. Okay. I don't know if we've ever expressed this sentiment on the show before, but we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're just, we're hurtling down towards the last couple of days of 2016. And, and now we have a nuclear and arms race. like... Weren't there supposed to be seven signs of the apocalypse? I feel like there's been 70 signs of the apocalypse. And they all are from one person. <laughs> oh, my God. How could you, how could you tweet about nuclear weapons? And I, it just is nuts. I mean, there's a whole thing about, you know, in political science, American government, like going directly to the people um, that presidents do and they often find themselves in trouble in a variety of ways. But this is like nuts. The guy gets up in the middle of the night and starts this tweet storm that, I don't know, this latest stuff, I'm, I'm you know, I'm starting to remember, you know, the duck and cover exercises that we did in elementary school. I never did those in elementary school. And I thought that by the time you and I were kids, like they were pretty much debunked as being effective. No, I remember it had to have been in like kindergarten, and first and second grade. Attack. that we, really? we, we did duck and cover uh, duck and cover. Oh my God! What is happening here? Oh my God! Oh my God! Um, so we would do these duck and cover exercises, and you know, in the hallway in the in the elementary school. And then it wasn't until like years later I realized what it was all about. I mean, it was like fun, right? Well, yeah, when you're a kid, anytime you get out of class, it's so, fun, you know, whether it's for a bomb scare or a duck and, and cover drill. And if I remember or, correctly, in my elementary school, it must have been built for the era, there were no windows in those hallways. It was like yeah. a concrete bunker in those hallways. That wouldn't have done shit. I know, of course, but, you know, we're talking about, you know, this was the, this was the early 1970s. Were you wearing striped pants? <laughs> I was definitely wearing striped pants. I gotta yeah. find some of those photos. Most of them are in slides, though. Yeah, my dad was a big yeah, slide taker. So. We used to see the slide presentations in our basement. <laughs> yes. Our Did your dad set up the screen? Tell yeah. And he was he wearing that malicious yellow and brown shirt that my dad had to. No, you know what? That was only on special occasions. <laughs> uh, he did not wear that. My dad house. actually had mutton chop, uh, mutton chop nice. sideburns. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I've got a photo of me and him, and he's got the mutton chops. I might put that up. Um, did you have mutton chops? Too? Me? No. Yeah. No. Nah. Me and him. That was bad grammar. Him. God. Um, so. <laughs> Look, I think that we are hurtling towards the apocalypse and we should all enjoy Christmas and Hanukkah this year because it could be our but, what? But we've, so we've won the war against Christmas. <laughs> we right? definitely won the war. So there's that. So at least there's that. We can chalk that one up for <laughs> us. 
So now, everybody, you better fucking walk around and say Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. I've been signing off to everybody. Merry Christmas. I've been saying to everybody, and Merry and Christmas. Merry Christmas. Like, no, don't hurt me. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's okay. Not happy holidays. Forget about anything No else. happy holidays. None. Merry Christmas. No. Yeah, but think about it. Even if you are Christian yeah. and you celebrate none of the other holidays that happen this time of right. year, you still celebrate New Year's. Right. So if I'm going to see somebody and you can say, I probably no, no, won't no, no, see no. them again for the next week and a half, I can say, is it easier to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year or Happy Holidays? Well, I think that was the, the theory behind Happy Holidays. But this is Donald Trump's America. And we say between Thanksgiving oh, yeah. and Christmas, Merry Christmas. Between Christmas and New Year's, we say Happy New Year. End of story, dude. End of story. What do we say for, what do we say for Kwanzaa? Oh. Well, this is Donald Trump's America. There's no such thing as Kwanzaa. Yeah. Right? So. Uh, what about Hanukkah? Well, it's the story of the Maccabees, and it's like kind of like a Jewish nationalist story. So it's cool. It's kosher. I heard that Donald Trump couldn't possibly be anti-Semitic because he has a Jewish son-in-law <laughs> and a Jewish daughter. What do you She's think Jewish they're saying? I- she is Jew by injection. <laughs> Oh my God! What? Did you what just do you say think that? They, I don't oh. know. What What do you think they say at this? Oh, center? I don't do know. You think they sit around their Hanukkah bush and wish wish each other a Merry <laughs> Christmas? Or look, Steve Bannon say, is lurking, absolutely, or Sean Hannity. Yeah, or do they say Chag Sameach? Chag Let's have some Sufganiot. <laughs> Sufganiot. Mm, jelly donuts, baby. Yeah. Hey, are you Nothing psyched like for good jelly and donut. jelly donuts? Yeah, you know. I'm be on the treadmill for five hours before I want to celebrate. Yeah. That's what happens when you get to be old. What's I that? used to be able to eat like a thousand latkes, and now if I want two, it means an now hour on the treadmill. Now I'm down to five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat a thousand latkes. Oh uh, God, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah but you know what? what? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey. All right. All right. Well, listen, everybody out there, have a Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year. And we're thinking. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, baby. Merry New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, thinking uh, warm thoughts for all of our listeners for uh, a happy, healthy, productive 2017. Spending a better a better twenty seventeen than we had twenty sixteen. S- sending very special special thoughts out to Glenn Schuster and his family, my sister, and her her boys, and um, we'll be back in twenty seventeen. Amen. Amen.